Today we're going to talk about threatening to cheat. We're going to talk about why peace is so important in the home. Stop trying to lead and make decisions all the time. You should not be proud if you raised your voice and screamed at them. No matter what. No matter what. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Why am I allowing him to do this in front of our children? Why am I allowing this to happen at all? You don't get to say whatever you want to a man and push him to the point where he snaps. I might have been a really bad man the other day, but today I went out of my way to be a good man and she thanked me for it. Is that you always want to act in the direction you want to go. So. He is just a paycheck. What about his needs? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Welcome to the Moral Marriage Podcast, where we are real, raw, uncensored, and anointed. You surprised <laughs> me with that one. I did. Uh, it's Catherine's new social media tagline. How are you saying it? Raw, raw, uncensored, uncensored anointed. I haven't put. I put it on my Facebook. I didn't put it on my Instagram yet. Got it. Got it. All right, guys. If you haven't yet, please download and follow this podcast because we want to get this message out there. We want to inspire every single person we can just to know there's at least an option, an option to see that you could do something different. So today we're going to talk about threatening to cheat. The request came in from, uh, I don't remember if it was a follower, if it was a follower, was a follower. Okay. And you know, the, the idea was, you know, can we talk about when he threatens to cheat and I'm having a migraine? I, I would like to just say, it doesn't really matter what the excuse is. Okay. If you're threatening to cheat, you know, I wrote a post about this recently. Uh, I talk about it in my course a lot. I think it's terrible. It's like, you know, what happens, first and foremost, let's just understand that when you're saying something like that, you're not creating a positive feeling, right? I don't think I ever did that to you, trying to cheat. I don't think that ever would have come out of your mouth. I think that's like the, you know, the phrase that you use all the time with people. Oh, I could have got the girl at Starbucks. Yeah, that's the post I was thinking of. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's yes. related. Yes, it is. It's all sort of the same thing. So if you don't, if you're not familiar with that post, uh, you should be following us and seeing those posts on Instagram. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, it, it's this mentality of like, okay, well, if if you don't want me, I'm gonna go find it somewhere else. Okay, so for, certainly if you're communicating that out loud. You are not going to get anything that you want. That is not turning your wife on. In fact, she thinks you're a pig. She thinks you're gross. You know, I don't even have to ask Catherine, and I just know that that's that's just ridiculous to assume that's a pickup line. Let me just let me and just talk about that for a second, real quick, before you go back. You're on your first date. Hey, do you want her? No. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go fuck someone else right now. That's not a pickup line, man. It's not. What were we gonna say, honey? Um. I was going to say, and it inspires a response in your partner that's going to be like, it's also going to be negative. So you might be able to get somebody else. Of course, you of course you could get somebody else if you if you wanted to. But if you said that to me, I would bust out some pretty nasty things and tell you that nobody's going to want you. And like, so you're you're breeding nastiness. You're being nasty, and your wife guarantee if guaranteed if you say something nasty like that, threatening to cheat, she's going to come back with something that she doesn't mean something nasty, like you can't get any other women, you're bad in bed, you have a small penis. Like <laughs> She's going to say something nasty to you that probably she doesn't and You're going to take it even more personal and then you're going to say some more stupid stuff. And it's just like, just first and foremost, just understand that's not a pickup line. Like why are you, why bother? Okay. You're not yeah. even communicating what you actually feel. Oh, right oh, now. you're going to cheat on me. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me, let me give myself to you then. 
<laughs> that you're also not going to get that response. Oh, oh, really? You're going to get someone else? Oh, let me. I changed my mind. I'm ready now. No, I think that there is a fear-based yeah. state that some women might fall into, you know, where, you know, not necessarily with that context, but, you know, I don't want to lose them, you know, and that would be more like along the lines of the Starbucks, you know, well, you know, this girl, you know, she talked to me at Starbucks and this happens at the office. This happens wherever. Like a, a man, I hear it all the time with my men. What happens is it. So if you're a woman listening, he doesn't feel appreciated. He doesn't feel loved. He doesn't feel handsome, whatever it is. Okay. He's feeling all these um, feelings of, of just self-worth is gone. Okay. And when he gets these affirmations from another person, especially if it's a woman, it makes him feel bigger, better. Like just sometimes men are just longing for this sort of attention. And it's not just sex related, but sex is often communicated uh, or the way we would understand the love as a man. Okay. And so, you know, you're, you're feeling these feelings and you're feeling great. And so you present that, well, you know, I could find um, this, this girl and you think you're building this up in your brain. Like you can, let's just be hyper realistic right now. Let's just go with all the men who comment trash on my social media, the guys who just aren't ready, right? Grass is greener guys. All right. Oh, whatever. I'm going to be single. I can go find another chick. You know, there's millions of women everywhere. Listen, dude, you ain't getting laid whenever you want. Nine times out of 10, you're a fucking dude. It doesn't work that way. Okay. I'm good looking. I'm buff. I'm smart and I'm rich. And I'm not going to go just pick up some chick because it's that fucking easy. Like, yeah, so, you are. Buff. <laughs> but no, but, but looking, I, what I, not going to go. Well, what I mean is, like, honestly, if you're still that immature, like, dude, why are you even in a relationship? You know, in fact, every man that I talk to in my program, honey, I don't know if you guys have ever had conversations like this in yours, but we'll talk and, and, you know, times are tough. And sometimes you do feel frustrated and you do think about, oh, maybe I should just start over. I have these new skills. You know, I want like I'm just I would just like to just go. They're trying to solve a problem with a Band-Aid. Okay. But at the end of the day, these men don't want to just go get laid. They don't. They love their wife, mm-hmm. right? I mean, certainly for my program, you got to love your wife. Like, it's go get your wife, too. But, like, at the end of the day, that's not solving your problem. And you're then you're trying to manipulate or control your wife. This is what I would call the alpha male, okay? I did a post on this recently. Go check it out. But there's different types of men. And the alpha male is trying to make himself feel bigger, feel better. And you're treating your wife in a way that if you're, I'm going to say lucky, quote unquote lucky, it works for a short time. And that's only because she's maybe fear-based. She's trying to now have sex with you, trying to come meet you, you know, but the changes aren't real, right? It's not, you're never going to get the outcome you want, mm-hmm. right? Do you guys in your group, do you have like, like women, do they make the same mistake? I mean, I've not heard it from my men saying that. I have not heard it. They haven't been. I, I can't imagine any of my women saying. Well, let's move away like from that. sex. Let's move away from sex. Let's just let's just think about like. If I don't get it from you, I'll get it from somebody. No, else not even it. that. Yeah, okay, that attitude, but but some other other needs being fulfilled, right? Not just let's um, say physical. You know, I think that's where emotional affairs happen a lot of times. Just feeling. I think the a, emotional affair could definitely. It it would start that way with a thought process, but I don't know that my women would say to the men. I'm not getting this from you, so I'll go get it somewhere else. I don't think they vocalize it. I think they just would go get it. Yeah, I was wondering that. I think it is more like my men admit it when they say it. You mm-hmm. know, 
I know that. Um, I think it might be a man thing to it, say it stuff like that. It might be because you feel like you feel beta. You know, you don't you don't feel loved. You don't feel respected. You don't feel wanted. You feel like you're not a man, right? And so, in, in essence, I think you're saying something stupid just to try to build yourself up. Almost why I think the alpha. Why they say toxic masculinity? It's not. So just toxic people. There's nothing wrong with being masculine. But I, I call it the beat your chest alpha guy. And he's he's trying to make himself feel more like a man, like all those men who would comment and call me a loser from a 30 second or 20 second clip on social media. They have no idea mm -hmm. what's going on. You know what I mean? And so I think that in, in general, if you're listening to this today and you are trying to, anytime you're trying to use negative emotions to try to create a positive atmosphere, the best you're going to get is a short term what's called a first order change. Do you know first and second order change? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so those of you who are listening, first order change is like change that's not real. It's change that's not for the person. It's change that would be for you. So if I say, well, fine, if you don't want me, Catherine, then I'm going to go, you know, all I think I might have done this. I'll talk about the girls at the gym when we had the gym. Like, not like that negatively, but like, you know, the girls laughed at this or we're like almost sort of, I don't really call either, but let's just say, okay. Oh, I'll just say the chicken Starbucks. Okay. And so if I do that first order change means that Catherine might be like, okay, I don't want to lose my life. I don't want to lose my family. I don't want to lose my husband, whatever. So I right? better do X, Y, Z. So he didn't go to the Starbucks girls. That's right. But that's not long lasting. That didn't solve any problems. It's just a bandaid. And so it won't actually solve anything. Second order change is where I inspire Catherine. I lead Catherine to a better way. Perhaps that's going to be more better dates. Perhaps that's deeper conversations. Perhaps that's, uh, you know, treating her better with her, uh, her five love languages, right? Picking her languages and using them properly, like all these different things that you can do. And that inspires Catherine to, Ooh, I, I want to connect more. So, you, so he still gets the change that he is desiring from me, but I'm making the change not out of fear, not for him. It could still be for him, but it's not because it's not fear-based. It's I I want him to feel, I want to feel, and so it's it's a change coming from within. Yeah, and you'll hear us talk about this sort of stuff all the time. You know, this is exactly why someone would say I'm a simp. I don't believe that at all. I believe that if you want more in this life, you give more. And so rather than using negative to try to get Catherine to give me something if I want more, I'm going to try to create positive. I'm going to show her more gratitude, more love, more affection. I'm going to make sure that I'm um, understanding her when I'm validating her. I don't have to agree with everything. I'm making sure that I just know where she's coming from. We're emotionally connected. You know, we're building all these different levels of intimacy. I am giving. What does she then want to do? She wants to give. Inherently, the change is natural. Mm -hmm. Okay? Make sense? Yeah. It's you good. must do so much work like that with your girls, too. Uh, like with change? Yeah. I mean, they're constantly growing and changing. I can't think of like a good example. Well, then let's leave it like that for the men today. Yeah. Boys, buck it up. Don't use negative crap to try to create positive. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll see you next time.